Ingiwala. Hello and welcome. Garoma nga bahagar nga jagun. Respect the Banjilang Nation. Ngaburungi nga ngaling nga jagun. The land nga yabugaya nga bunjang nga. Of pretty flowers nga yamburungi nga banjilaka. And pretty butterflies. Nimburungi nga bugurungi nga jaramba yawa nga apakumi. And the healing colors of the rainbow. Respect the Banjilang Nation. And I have in the studios my first guests uh, on the show this morning, the lovely Olga and Alex. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Olga Plotnikova and Alex Komarov. Where are those names from? They are Russian. Yeah, yes, originally we are Russian, but um, we used to live in quite a few countries. So we used to live in America before, and then we came to Australia, and we absolutely loved this country and decided to stay here. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, long, how long ago was that? So you set off on some travels and what, just to sort of see the world, or was there a, there a mission? Because you spent quite a lot of time um, yourself, Alex, uh, like in the, was it in the Silicon Valley? and. Yeah, we we moved to Philadelphia originally. That was um, 17 years ago, and uh, I've had the, my share of uh, tech projects. I actually have a technical background in, in software and uh, engineering, um, and I worked with a lot of Silicon Valley companies in the past. And uh, I actually started my own companies in Silicon Valley as well. Um, so th- that was a very different journey, but also rewarding and interesting. And it sounds like you picked up a little bit of the American accent in there too, hey? I know, and uh, now Australian accent already making its way, <laughs> like, but still, it's all through the Russian one. So you can tell the story of my life by just listening to my voice. Yeah, for sure. And Olga, yourself, you have a very interesting background. So just to set the scene, first of all, you guys are from Pimp My Salad, and this is a food-based business, but you've just explained, um, we're just kind of going through you know, the who we were before we are who we are now. So, yeah, give us a little bit of background um, from you, Olga. Uh, I, originally, I graduated from medical university and then I moved more in medical research. So that's what I've been doing in America, uh, cancer research. So I got my PhD in medical biology. And I've been always looking the way how to treat people, how to treat diseases, how to help people. And um, I slowly realized that the best way to stay healthy is to eat healthy. Yeah, and I, I slowly moved to food because this is what my passion and hobby. And slowly it became my la- life. <laughs> so did it start? did it start with your own personal interest in changing what you were eating because what what was your you know your diet what was in your life at that time as you were studying and researching all of this was it was it as healthy as it is now uh i i wasn't so healthy before and we've been all looking the way how to get more energy how to look better how to have skin glowing 
So, yeah, it, it was the period actually when in America healthy food started growing. So it was very excited time, like new products came up, new cooking techniques, like making milk from almond nuts. It was like crazy this time, how you can milk uh, make milk from nuts. Yeah, so we've been during this time there and we started eating healthy. I actually became vegan and I even started doing raw food diet. It means when you eat uh, uncooked fruits and vegetables. Which is a little bit easier to do in the warmer summer months than yeah. perhaps to take on something like that right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's, it is or it was uh, difficult for some people to find or to choose healthy options? Um, I don't know what it's like in America. I haven't spent a lot of time there. But when you came to Australia, how long ago was that? It was around... 11, 11 10 years, years ago yep. yeah and Did when you? we came here it wasn't much available at all especially compared to america or um, we found many options were healthy but not tasty enough yeah even recently we saw some tv show and the guy has been asking kids do you want this smoothie to be healthy or you want it tasty so you kind of have a choice healthy or tasty yeah, and this is something we really want to do to make healthy food tasty and exciting. So you don't need to make this choice. You have just fun eating something healthier. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess also where you've um, tapped into this market is that it's not the entire meal that you're offering. It's little mm-hmm. special, uh, tasty, potently nutritious sort of additions, isn't it, that you've kind of tapped into? Yeah. So was that something that you started once you arrived in Australia to think about? Yeah, actually, our first product was kale chips. It wasn't Pimp My Salad. It was just a side project we started. Right, Alex, do you want to share how Pimp My Salad was born? So we we worked in our respective fields when we came to Australia. Olga was doing the science research and I was doing software. Uh, but we always wanted to do something together and we share passion for food and for health as well. So we tested a number of ideas. We approached this uh, as you would approach uh, like a tech startup. We we had a whole bunch of experiments that we had and then we, we ran them. And so one of the experiments was the kale chips. Uh, and we made them for ourselves because we were missing them so much from getting hooked on them in the, in the States and there was none in here. And we, we came here and we, we were like, where are all the kale chips? So we had to make some ourselves. Uh, but then we ran the experiment. We went to a big vegan show, the World Vegan Day. And we made around 500 packs and we sold out in uh, like three hours. Uh, so we, f- we saw that the demand was there. We got a lot of compliments. The product was selling itself, actually. Like, we stepped out at some point to see other stalls, and we came back, and the chips were gone, and there was, like, a pile of money on on our table. And a few crumbs. Uh, People (laughs) just helped themselves, yeah. So that was a really good uh, verification of of the idea, and so we started pursuing that as a business and trying to see what's in there, and uh, that's how it all started. And you wanted to sort of bring it in the community as well, didn't you, in the beginnings of your business, which is something I think that you've maintained and that you're going on to do as well. How did you how did you set it up and start off? So when we were looking for a business idea, we weren't just looking for how to make money or how to work 
four hours a, a, day, a week. Right? Uh, we were looking first and foremost on the value that we can bring and on the impact. Uh, because that, that the, essentially the journey is the reward. And we, w w as you build the business, it's very important that not only the result is uh, amazing, but the, the journey itself is meaningful. Right? And it's not the result for us personally as well. It's the, the net result, like how the, the business impacts the world. And so for us particularly, there were uh, several things that were important um, as we were searching for ideas. One, number one was health uh, and doing things in a healthy and tasty way because as Olga mentioned, uh, she realized how important uh, food is to disease and how much easier it is to not get sick rather than to figure out how to cure yourself after you get sick and how big of impact the food can have on that. Um, and so we wanted to create tasty and healthy food options because when you're healthy, you might not be as motivated to eat something that is healthy and not tasty. So we had to figure that out. And through that, we, we see that we could achieve a big impact by promoting healthy eating because it's just fun it's just what you choose not because it's good for you or like anything it's purely fun and this is the way to go we want it to be effortless and you so you, people don't even think about that of course they're going to eat healthy um, that's how we eat uh, so that's number one and another one is we wanted to bring impact uh, to the community as well especially farmers uh, because the food the clean food uh needs to be grown in a certain way. Uh, the farming can be great, but it can also impact the, uh, you know, the forestation and the, the land. So we wanted to uh, cr essentially create healthy food in collaboration with local farmers who practice sustainable farming. And we found uh, these farmers in this region. That's actually why we moved to Byron, because we originally were in Melbourne. Uh, and yeah, we had farmers are here. Yeah, we had wonderful yeah. collaboration with local farmers, and they're amazing people. Uh, it's very hard work, honestly. It's probably one of the hardest jobs in the world being a farmer. Um, so huge, huge respect and thanks to all of them. And uh, it it was great to see how how that th these uh, farmers that we were working on with uh, they they also restored some of the forests. Uh, on, on their farms and just see that we were able to help them do that and bring this wonderful produce that they have to a much wider audience, uh, not just to the locals who can be at the farmer's market, but um, to everyone in Australia. You've also reached outside of Australia, hasn't it? It seems to be growing and, and reaching its tentacles around the world. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't believe it because we started it on farmer's market, like on the market we've been doing Sunday market before. Now we kind of stopped doing market. Uh, we've done so many markets. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, but now, yes, we actually sell peep myself in UK. So you can find it in London. In if you go to healthy food stores in London, there are stores called Holland and Barrett. They're like premium healthy food stores on any corner in London. <laughs> yeah, so we sell there, and um, we are starting Singapore as well and Dubai. So it's really nice to have to sell in different countries. 
to bring kind of Australian food there. Do you think yeah. it helps as well having, you know, this made in Byron Bay, grown in Byron Bay association with your product? Yeah, I think I think Australia by itself it's it's considering nice clean country so people trust. It not all people know Byron Way. What we found really don't they? Uh, yeah, which is surprise. We found that uh, people that in America, maybe Los Angeles, California, people would know what Byron Bay is. Maybe a little bit in UK, but it's not like we think it's super big. But well, <laughs> some people don't know what is Australia even. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they might not be able to point to Australia on the map. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And I mean some people come to, you know, Byron Bay for the waves, but I'm sure in the future some people may come to see where pimp my salad is made. <laughs> um Alex, you mentioned that you went to and and one of your beginnings was at this lovely vegan uh, kind of your conference fair whatever it is. You've also been part of the Innovation Award Food Expo, weren't you, of 2023? Can you tell us a bit more about that? So Olga went to London. Uh, yeah, in March. So we did actually show. yeah, a big trade show in London. It's like food show where like m- many companies from many country ca- countries come. They have a stand and present their products. Yeah, and we we've been uh, nom- nominated for food awards. It was like three hundred companies we competed with, and our coconut bacon got this yeah so all people kind of excited about this product i brought some to try here oh to give away so how did how does it work in in such a huge environment when so many people are offering something how is that that judged and how are you um put up for an award or awarded for you know excellence in that you basically sub- submit your application so they narrow down companies before and then they came to our stand so they actually talked to us they try products as well yeah so it was it was nice it was well, good was there experience. any was there anything there that you were blown away by that you hadn't um, experienced did you get a chance to wander around and actually see other people's offerings as well yeah, what I've noticed, it was interesting. It was lots of um, vegan meat alternatives. Interesting, especially faking real meats, like vegan chicken nuggets, vegan burgers, like vegan seafood, vegan calamari, vegan seafood salad. Like all this, it's, it's, it's interesting. So people are trying to really imitate real products making them vegan yeah it was interesting for food te- technology because you try it tastes absolutely like fish but it's not fish it's it is interesting yeah very interesting. which uh, i've always found quite unusual having eaten red meat or chicken for or, uh, 40 years now oh. But I go out with vegans sometimes, my, my younger brother, and, and they tend to go to these places where it is it is fake meat because a lot of people like meat and don't really want to give it up but find this alternative, which I'm not really sure of the health benefits no. of, of some of those of some of those things. That, that's yeah. just a generalization. Yeah, to be honest, me too, because uh, they add lots of different things there. If you read ingredients, it's like 30 ingredients. 
that we really try to avoid in our products. So for us, it's very important to have very natural whole food ingredients, very easy to understand. Even our coconut bacon is just made from coconut. It's nothing else. It's no soy, no fillers. It's just coconut with um, with smoked paprika and spices mm, I, I yeah know, so I that's that's i'm i'm a little bit concerned too about those fake substitutes because it just like if you look on ingredient list you become a little bit shocked yeah so just while we're continuing to um chat maybe we can talk about giving some away some of that yeah that, yeah we yeah. brought actually like six boxes <laughs> Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, if you are a subscriber, unfortunately this morning our lovely front desk volley Cheryl is um, unable to make it in. Of course, the day that we're giving away um, some um, immense goodies here on Bay FM. So, double six eight zero seven triple nine is the phone number. But you can also text in, which may make it easier for us here. Zero four three seven. Three four one double one nine. If you are a subscriber to BayFM and you would like to either taste it for the first time or stock up on some of their delicious uh, vegan bacon, coconut bacon, then please feel free, get in touch and um, we'll take those calls. If nobody answers, just keep calling back. Uh, so we're talking about your, your business here, Pimp My Salad. It's been here since 2014, so almost 10 years now. How does a business that is involved in food when so many food businesses do kind of come and go or they come with a big burst and then somehow someone else comes in and sort of takes, you know, takes on um, what it is that they're doing? How do you guys stay at the forefront of, you know, of the, the game, basically, the vegan game? Well, we have a mission to accomplish and we don't quit. <laughs> That's easy. Easier said than done, but uh, we so far so good. <laughs> yeah, we want to be as um, as like in everyone's pantry, basically. So you have salt, you have uh, pepper, and you have pimp my salad. <laughs> Maybe some Tabasco sauce. Yeah. <laughs> And you're also just about to launch or starting to launch some kind of crowdfunding? What, what, what's the future look like for Pimp My Salad? Well, uh, it's important to say that uh, the, we, haven't, we wouldn't have been able to get here if uh, we didn't already get a lot of support from the community, for, from the, everybody who was uh, with us on our journey our staff, uh, the farmers and uh, farmer market organizers and beautiful shops that we have in the area and uh, wonderful people who are giving us advice over the years and supporting us, all of our suppliers. So huge thanks to everyone and obviously to the community as well for buying our products locally uh, and giving us feedback. And now we feel that we've uh, uh, grown and we are ready to grow more uh, it's a new challenge for us and we started doing what is called equity crowdfunding which essentially allows people to invest a little bit of money you can invest as little as two hundred dollars and get a piece of our company so you actually get like shares in the company and we use this money to grow the company further and uh, hopefully achieve uh, everything that we are planning to achieve. Yeah, and this is a great incentive for any small small business wanting to grow. So can you tell us a bit more about the platform that you're on? The uh, we use Equitize. 
it's it's a platform that allows you to raise money in Australia and New Zealand, right? Alex? Yeah, it's just a yeah. platform that makes it easy. Um, it's it's as simple as you go to the web page and you watch the video about us introducing the company and our talking about our plans and successes so far. And you, you just take it from there. It's equitize.com. We should be on the front page there. Yeah. <laughs> and And reasons for, you know, being or perhaps joining something like this is is the growth of of vegan veganism really you know like what how do you see the the future as it's, it's growing and continuing to grow that's a great question so first and foremost uh one of the interesting stats that we recently came across is australia is one of the fastest growing vegan markets in the world for several yeah. consecutive years already yeah, very interesting very uh, big here. Another thing is that the meat industry in Australia is declining uh, because of the situation is in Asia, uh, aging population uh, in Asian countries, which are the main customers. Um, and so uh, there's demand for meat alternatives and hence all the innovation that is coming in, in that direction. And we, we see, uh, and it's not only us, it's the, um, there's a CSRRO report as well. Uh, they see the uh, vegan uh, industry becoming a, a very substantial, like multi-billion dollar industry in by like 2030. And you are at the forefront, really. I guess as one of one of the the companies or one of the groups. Um, what is it? What does a, a, an average meal look like for you and your family in the evening? In the evening now, because it's cold, we like something warming. I really like curries now. I like. I feel I could eat curries every day, and I like to actually top my curries with. I'll peep my salad, spice, sunflower seeds. They really go well on curries. You should try. Ooh, I have yeah. some here. Yeah. yeah, and we eat lots of soups now. We eat some warm salads. I actually brought a few recipes of uh, warm veggie salad. Because that's another thing that you do. You actually offer, uh, you know, not you don't just sell a, a product as such, but you offer a bit of a, an education in what you can do with these things, which yeah, often some, right. you know, a lot of people do. They put a little recipe or something on the back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you've got some community sort of engagement um, um, ideas, don't you, for people to, to be experimental. Yeah, yeah. We love to collaborate with chefs as well and see what they can create. Yeah, we recently collaborated with someone and they created such a nice uh, rice with uh, cashew parmesan and pumpkin. You can see that recipe in our Instagram, yeah. actually, step by step. Mm, my mouth mm. is beginning to water and my yeah. belly is beginning to rumble. I actually cooked it at home based on his recipe <laughs> and yeah. I really liked it. That was it. really nice, actually. Yeah. Great. Well, welcome. Where can people go to find out more? Whether it's to you know find out how they can pimp their lives up with your your good, delicious, tasty vegan foods, or whether they want to perhaps even look into you know being part of of what you're offering. Um, so you, you, uh, the best source of information is our website. It's pimpmysalad.com.au, and what uh, what's really cool that is happening with pimp my salad is. It's not, as you already mentioned, it's not just, it's not the full offering. It's not the meal. It's not the final 
this thing that you, you just consume, it's the catalyst for you to be creative. So you can have fun with your food and you can explore other things and it just makes it easier to do that and more enjoyable. Yeah, I have to be honest. Also, you don't have to make a whole meal um, out of some of the things that you offer. You can just eat, eat them straight from the jar. Yeah, really, what you? we do in the office a lot, to be honest. When we become hungry, we're like, let us eat some croutons or let us eat some seeds now. 